You finally passed your luck check. It's the No Class Podcast. With your host, Eddie. And Mateo. And I've got to say, I'm very disappointed in you people out there in the audience. Your luck checks were awful. It took this long before enough of you passed. Out of the millions and millions of listeners out there, I check the roll results every day to see when we can do a podcast. And boy, you've had some terrible rolls. So maybe it's the time. Maybe you got some new dice for Christmas. Yeah, G. Yo, G. This important? Yes, but now that you've ripped it off, just throw it anywhere on the table. Jesus, this needs to be a video cast. <laughs> yeah, because you can see me with a shaved head and Eddie without a beard. Yep. I tell you what, it's bizarre. Since we're finally off camera for, for a, a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing those Twitch shows every other day like we used to. Yeah, we were hot for that for a minute. And they're still hot for us. Duh. They love us. They're beating down our door. All right. Well, the first thing we talk about is the long con, but Absolutely. do you have any happy holiday, Christmas, New Year's wishes to send out there to our listeners or anything to say about that I'm glad you since did. it's been so long? Right here, top of my notes. Happy New Year, 2024. Do you know that this was supposed to be the timeline of the movie A Boy and His Dog, like it took place in the dark, post-apocalyptic 2024 yeah, remember when the year 2000 was going to be the future? Oh, yeah, yeah. We in were the year 2000. Flying cars and shit, you know, yeah, yeah. Disappointed. Very. I want, I want a refund. But anyway, just, yeah, so Happy New Year. And I just thought you'd find that little tidbit interesting. Um, and then, yeah, Long Con. What do we say about Long Con? Somebody contacted me the other day, and they are like, I want to get a vendor booth right now. Wow. I was like, you realize we're basically a year away, yeah. right? I like that there's someone who, but we've dealt with so much procrastination. You don't know what to think when someone's being proactive. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what to think. But yeah, that's the way to be. This person's already good for them. It's awesome. But we'll probably open up to the vendors relatively soon. But mm-hmm. I doubt that we will start selling our uh, tickets until after NTRPG out of yeah. courtesy to them so we don't destroy their business. Exactly. We wouldn't want to do that to them. Um, talking about North Texas NTX. Uh, they're having a game day coming up uh, this month, later in the month. Yeah, it's on the 26th, isn't it? It's that weekend, yeah. And uh, they've got they've secured a room rate at the hotel that they normally do the con at. Since they don't have, I guess, the warehouse anymore, I guess we're going to game there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be cool. So they'll be like probably just like that one big common room, Yeah. I bet. And that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Some of our favoritest people are going to be there, so it'll be cool. <laughs> All right. So anyway, don't you think this should be a video cast? It it really should be. So you can see those looks of disgust, the, the looks on our faces. Um, the caverns PDF is a go. So that's out in the wild now. From a people, all those awesome, cool people, the hipsters. Cool Which you came out on the thirty first of December, right? Yeah, because I promised I would have the PDF out in December, and that's December. Yep. Yep. Under the wire, as under, always. Exactly. Under the, under the wire, baby. That's me. Um, pressure makes diamonds. I am a diamond. But, um, yeah, yeah, I got the PDF out. Uh, every, I haven't heard any negative. <laughs> I haven't heard much, but what I have has been pretty positive. Uh, so that's good. I hope everyone's happy with it. It downloaded very well. Well, good. I'm glad. And it. I think 
some people opened it and said, yep, looks good. And I'm like, all right, cool. Did you send out Carnage yet? No. For all those funny was, I was about two-thirds of the way through before I hit someone who had done, done both. I went, oh, shoot. And that's when I said, hey, man, I went to look up where you sent it to me, and it was a, a Google link, and then it got sideways. Anyway, I found it, because I don't think yours ever came through. You, you resent it to me. So, but I went back in and found it in my, which is where I could pull it up on my phone mm-hmm. and I sent it, resent it to myself so I could pull it up on my computer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to send those people. I, I, I don't know if I'll, I'll, will I have to provide that link to them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's too big. It's to, too big. Too big to uh, add to an email. Genetics. A, yeah. Ha ha. So anyway. Well, I mean, yours just slipped right in unnoticed. <laughs> Yeah, but my file is uh, large, yeah, much too large, ridiculously large. So, anyway, needless to say, I'll be getting that to the people, but also I need to, uh, 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 you know, distribute cash to certain people. Yeah, that's um, a good idea. Yeah, yeah, but uh, and I just bought you a million dollar lunch. Money, money, money. Um, money. But yeah, so I'm excited. About, yeah, I'm gonna get the people. The the it was about what eleven people or something that uh, are so. Something around there that that added on carnage, so that's cool. Also, I'm gonna start working on the the t-shirts and stuff. That'll be fun, and I'll have to make sure if we use our good friends at T Public that the design's not the size of a nickel. You know, that's kind of where you have to do a test run of one, uh-huh. and then go okay yeah. now. Kind of like you if you use Lulu for your publishing. Uh-huh. Have you done that yet? I'm working on that, and that's what I. I've got I've got numerous suggestions from different people. I think you mentioned Lulu, and I think I even had like a discount code for them. But that's like when I well uh, uh, when those books showed up at my doorstep mysteriously that had the uh, it was a hardbound of the old basic expert book. I did one first and went, oh that looks good. All right, now we'll have, uh, I mean someone will have four and five more of those done or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a test run one first. And if it looks good, because I've heard uh, Tom Wilson of uh, Throwy Games talk about like one time he was having a hard time fulfilling something because he kept having to send it back, mm-hmm. and get it right, get it right, get it right, or tinker with it, you know. Because that's the thing. When you make your your first one can come in absolutely perfect, and then you can worry about the big run and be like, mm-hmm. I hope they came out right, and there's not like a big red streak down the center or something crazy. Something weird. There's just ruined. Well, I know that I've... Uh, fulfilled some some of Reed uh, San Filippo's brilliant gaming paraphernalia through Lulu, or he used them, or I did, or whoever, to to do the like like print on demand, and um, most of the time it comes out perfect. Like one time I remember, what was it like? All the pages were like slightly slanted or something, and I reached out and they were like, "Oh, we'll be glad to send you another one." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I mean, they they made it good. So I was, I wouldn't really, I've never been mad with Lulu, but I can't say that, no, I've never, like, everything that's ever done is perfect now, but they made it right, and as long as they'll do that, I'm okay. But it's still going to be a pain in the butt when you're like, I'm getting ready to ship this, uh-huh. here it is, and now I can't. Well, I know that, like, you know, when I first was putting out my numbers and different things, and I reached out, and like I said, so many awesome people were very helpful uh, with advice. Oh, <laughs> on a side note. I thought you'd find this amusing. You know, like, uh, Lou was phenomenal, gave me so much help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stefan Surratt, like those, I mean, so many people were helpful, but those two guys went above and beyond, and I just can't thank them enough. But, like, other people like Levi and uh, Ben Burns and, and uh, numerous other people, too many to mention, if I didn't mention, don't be butthurt. But I remember um, talking about Levi. <laughs> you know, Levi's a sweetheart. 
on uh, New Year's Eve, he sent me a Facebook message where he was like, I think he'd been drinking. He was like, you're my brother. Yeah, you're, you're, a, fine, you're, you're a fine human being, and I just love you. And I'm like, back at you, bro. <laughs> and he was just like, no, no, I mean it, man. Like, you're, you're just, you're awesome. But I was like, oh, okay, I'm not used to that kind of praise or whatever. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, man, you know, you too. Yeah. He's such, he's, he's funny. Yeah, I like him. He's a good guy. But, um, but talking about Ben Burns, not a good guy. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, true. Um, Real bad guy. I know, bad guy. But no, Ben was the one that said, you know, why are you pushing out till March? And you know the method to the madness. I'll probably have it out well before then. If I don't, you know, no one's going to be mad because I told you March. If I get it earlier, you're going to be happy. So, I mean, it's kind of, but that's why I figured I gave myself a nice time buffer. And this won't be down to the wire. Unlike the PDF. I'm not going to. Oh, hush. Hush, sir. Hush. But anyway. Whatever, James Raggy. Hey, at least I get my shit out. There's no between being late and never. <laughs> don't, yep. don't put me in that category. Raggy deserves a good punch in the schnoz, you know. But anyway, yeah. All right. So you want to get to popping? Or do you not have really? Else? Okay. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. So as you will have already known from reading the title of this, mm-hmm. this is the best of 2023. Mm-hmm. As uh, our good friend Jason L. Mm-hmm. recommended last year mm-hmm. so now this gives us one He's easy easy low-hanging fruit to pick off the tree absolutely and the other thing i'll say is uh when you don't hear these podcasts that means me and matt haven't been hanging out because pretty much if we get together we mm-hmm. pull out the mics yeah yeah because we would have these kind of conversations and we're like you know we could be recording this and share it with the with all of our friends out there you know when we catch up you know but we're mostly alive and well matt had a little flu little bout, flu. and I, I had a little allergy or something yeah. bout and so that's pushed it yeah. just kind of the way it's like i'm not feeling good this week well i'm not feeling good this week so yeah. it's like stay away from me it's it's and that's i bet definitely because i'm always that thoughtful guy you know if i think i'm <laughs> sick <laughs> i'm gonna stay away you know uh-huh. um, but no i'm the truth it, it, it work i've had co-workers like well i don't want to leave y'all short and i'm like leave us short because we had a guy come in and gave this crap to everybody and then somebody else came in and gave COVID. And it's like, if you think you're sick, stay your ass at home. You I know, remember this like, one time somebody gave me and my son COVID. <laughs> this one time. It was an accident. But anyway. I'm just saying, if you're ever in the zombie apocalypse with Matt, <laughs> assume he's been bitten. Just go ahead right now and assume he's it, been if bitten. If I had known I had COVID, I would have stayed the hell away. You know that. You know that. All, all jokes aside. Assume. Um. <laughs> So the best of 23, best of 23 was technically not getting COVID. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, I had it, but you know, again, jeez, repeat offender. I know. And what is it with summertime? Like any other illness, that's why this shit is oh, weird. Yeah. Any other illness you get it right about now, you know, like October through February, I got this shit in the height of the summer, both times. It's the damnedest thing. Um, all yeah. right. We're going to yeah. start it off with books and comic books. And Whatever. the new rule for this year, since last year was the first one we ever did, it was kind of like whatever, the best thing yeah. that happened in 2022. But this, this year, it has to be. So even if you watched The Thing this year, that's not your best. It's of, not your best. It's got to be gotta from be of 2023. Which really hard for me. It that's did. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you got a book and or comic book. Okay. Um, book. Uh, so i've read a number of books but none of them were literally published this year which they gotta be that's the rule so no oodles of books but none that i'll tell you my best of 23 so no books how about you yeah 
Book. Luckily. Yeah. Comic book. Okay, now that books and comic books. Now we're on comic books. Yeah, you got a comic book? Well, I'll let you go first. You're the comic book guy, really, more than me. Easy peasy, that yeah. new Transformers that came out in 2023. Okay. I've already talked everyone's ear off about it. Mm-hmm. I'm still recommending it. It's still good. Mm-hmm. I will uh, say in the last episode, last issue, Optimus Prime had to rip off his own arm and beat somebody with it. I like that. So can, you, can you really improve yeah, on that? I don't think that's so. That's sexy as hell. Um. So comics, easy, Dark Horse, Fafford and the Gray Mauser, Omnibus, artwork by Mike Mignola. Y'all saw some of you that I'm Facebook friends with. I posted a picture. So this came out earlier in the year, this year. And, uh, but I, I was, I had it set to like auto ship to me on Amazon and I never got it, but I'm glad I didn't because I found it like supposedly used, but look brand spanking new from someone for Way less than what, you know, regular market value is. So I was tickled about that. But no, it's really good. I really enjoy it. If you like Mike Magnolia's art style, you'll love it. Even if you don't, it's the, the writing is good. Plus, I mean, it, the, the original writing was by Fritz Lieber, but the interpretation for the comic, it's really good. I've been, it's, it's really sparked that, that old school kind of dark, grimy sword and sorcery you know, kind of that style of role playing or writing or whatever. It's kind of got me all fired up for that again, just reading that comic. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, um, speaking of comics, the guy that did one of our favorites, Headlopper. Yeah, yeah. He wrote, I can't remember what it was. Well, I'm almost like it was a Transformers or a Godzilla. Maybe it was a Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But it was freaking awful. Really? And I was like, I was looking forward to this too much. Yeah. I really had high hopes for it. And it sure. was awful. And the art. Ugh. Well, your know, headlopper's art's not great, but it fits. I don't think he did the art even. Oh. I think somebody else drew it. And, and that did. art style was yeah. like, Because I'm okay with some of the more abstract, not really polished art. And you're generally not. I'd like to. I don't think I'm not talking out of school if I say you're not a fan of that. But you still liked Headlopper in spite of that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that was that guy. That was his, what, mag, uh, magnum opus. And that's it. You know, Headlopper. I don't know. But then Headlopper is him doing his own thing. Uh-huh. And then this one is writing under the constraints of a license yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, who mm-hmm. knows? Okay, how about a TV show that was in 2023? Can, can you guess mine? Uh, Critical Role, Dungeons and Dragons, oh. Vox, Mechanicar, whatever. Um, Give him a kiss. Yeah, no thanks. Um, Strange New Worlds, which I've already talked oh, about yeah. on here. Uh, unfortunately, and this is just me, your mileage obviously probably varies, but there's really not much on regular TV in really movies anymore that's worth going to see, as far as I'm concerned. To get me out of my house and go to a theater, there's just not much. Like I looked So at, this is TV? Uh, but I'm talking about still TV, movies, whatever. You know, but yeah, TV, Strange New Worlds. I enjoyed the second season. I really enjoyed the first season. I know other people loved it. Me and Heather, the episode where they all start singing, you know, they can't help themselves or whatever. Other than the part <laughs> where the, the Klingons are like, uh, what do you call it, uh, th- that one style of singing? But, yeah, I mean, that was funny. But other than that, that's not our favorite episode. But overall, we're, we're champing at the bit for uh, season three. Which I guess technically, if you were like, my favorite show was The Simpsons this year. 
Mm-hmm. And then what is that on like season 40 or something? Yeah. That would have been acceptable. Well, sure. So they, you, I guess this can be your favorite show for years going if you want to, as long as they have a current season. Well, and if they keep up this quality. I mean, so far the acting's good. The writing's good. There's still a little bit of that stuff in there that I'm not fond of, but you can't get away from that anymore. But overall, it's pretty good. Well, I guess one of the pitfalls of us doing things that are actually in 2023 uh-huh. are that you've probably already heard us talk about it. Exactly. That's kind so of the thing. So for the TV show, I'm going to say... Gen V on Amazon, which is a spinoff of The Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, which you'd mention that, but yeah. maybe, but maybe hearing us mention it twice might be, well, they mentioned it twice now. Maybe I will check that out. And know? I will repeat again, it gets off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'll take this opportunity that since that's an Amazon show, mm-hmm. have you seen that Amazon is going to start putting commercials in their TV shows now when you watch? Uh, Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, people are suckers enough to put up with that. Hulu. So I'll be canceling mine. Exactly. And I'm telling you, people stand up for this stuff. The t- time immemorial, it's like cable television, you pay for it, but there's no co- you know commercials. Or you watch network television, you don't pay for this. We've got commercials to offset the price. You're being chumps when it's like, hey, I pay for this and I'm watching commercials? Yeah. No. Don't put it. Whatever you put up with will continue. Don't put up with it. Yep. If enough people suddenly they see a kind of like with a D&D Beyond, feel the power of the uh, consumer. When everyone canceled their D&D Beyonds, that got uh, Watsy's attention. Cancel your Amazon. Vote with your wallet. Vote with your wallet. That, that's the only thing these companies give it. You could send 20 million terse emails. I don't give a shit. If you, it's dollars, bills. Yeah, get their attention. So yeah. And uh, if you want to get no commercials, I think that's an extra three ninety nine or something. Three dollars. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Nah. I'm not paying and then paying to get out of the commercials. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bezos is, he's, he doesn't need another penis rocket. He's got plenty of money. He doesn't need to charge for commercials or what, have commercials. You know? Okay, so while we yell about that and add yeah. yet another well, thing well, to our... More old men shaking our fist at a cloud. While we yeah. add yet another thing to our boycott list, yeah. what about a movie? I Since you can't go out to the nothing. theater... Well, no, I mean, it's like I said, I think, I'm an old man. The only, My I, bones are tired. I went to see the 40th anniversary. My eyes are weak. Uh, the 40th anniversary Conan at the theater with you and the missus. And well, it came friends. out in 2023, it so maybe did, that counts. Did, okay, so I figure if that counts, I saw the 40th anniversary of Conan at the theater, but that's not a new movie. But, you know. Well, they'll accept it because they have to. They have to, exactly. And luckily, I've got one that will count with... Godzilla minus zero. You I, knew that was coming oh, I knew a that mile was, away. Uh, yes, you knew it was. Our good friend Cody said that he cried two times during he that movie. Wept. It was that powerful. Yeah. He openly wept. Openly wept like a little girl. But his, So his wife left him. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it was worth it for the quality of the movie and to be that in touch with your emotions. Exactly. Yeah. Can you tell this podcast comes from Texas? <laughs> We're teasing. We, Suck up those feelings, boy. Yeah, yeah we're joking. We're, it's not like that, and we love Cody. But uh, but yeah, no, I cried three times. Exactly. See, and me, I, I the was, first time was buying the popcorn. Exactly. <laughs> it's how much? Eight million dollars. But luckily, my uh, home loan was approved. The exactly. equity on my house was enough but, to but get popcorn you, you, and you, you a could, soda. You couldn't afford the additional. Uh, no candy. The butter oil, you know. No candy. No couldn't candy, do it. You know, no butter oil. Um. So. so that brings us to video game. Video games. Well, what came out this last year that me, you, and Cody as well played the poop out of? Elden Ring. Didn't that come out last year? Or am I crazy? Yeah, it came out year 22. Before? Did it? Sucker. 
Oh crap! I think so. Okay, well, somebody poop. somebody might correct me. Oh well, I guess no, I guess you're right. It just it all runs together. These no, I you're think right. it was like February no, of twenty two. No, it was twenty two. You are right. You're right. Poopy. Yeah, no, you're right. Because now I think about I've been Heather the last hard to believe a year. Or so no, no, that's, that's true. what you've been playing. Duh, and that's my favorite video game. Mm-hmm. Um, womp womp. But yeah, uh, no, no. February twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two. Oh, you're right. No, no and I, we still don't have our damn DLC. Yeah, how about a DLC, you bastards? Because I've caught myself dusting off a few times, but I'm like, man, I need a significant amount of new content, you know. Well, I'm thinking about going back and playing one of the Dark Souls if anybody gets a wild hair. You know, what's what's the one you first introduced me to? The the one before Elden Ring, right? Three is probably what you started at. Yeah, yeah, cut my teeth on three. And you haven't done Bloodborne yet. No, but I have it. Maybe I'll dust off Bloodborne. I never played that one. Or it's been long enough. Maybe go back and play three. I love three. I played it through one time and went about halfway through a second time. And for me, that's saying something. I mean, I've played the poopy out of oh, all, all of them. them. Yeah. I've beaten them multiple times. Yeah. Except maybe you have an illness. Demon Souls, the very first one. Uh-huh. Was that one like a root canal? <laughs> that was the very first one. So they didn't have the uh, bonfire system uh-huh. where it's like you can teleport from here to here or you can yeah. go right back there. Uh-huh. There's a save point. But that's it. So it's like, uh, now I've got to go back across the map over here. Uh-huh. You, you're do, there's a lot of backtracking so it, so and clearing like that area again out. and again. Yeah, I'm but it yeah. was fun, and I did it. And that was the remaster version, which was much better, in my, in my opinion. Okay. Okay, here's another one that you won't have anything for. Board game. It's funny. I have board game and just blank because I don't ever probably get to play board games until now. I've made a point. I'm going to start because I own a lot of cool board games and I want to kick the tires on. So, but no, I don't have a, a board game. But I was going to ask you, what's your board game, Eddie? My board game is for this year. Right over there, sitting in that chair, right there in that one. <gasps> Tesseract. Tesseract. Stacks and stacks of board games, folks. Oh, yeah. Oodles. So uh, check out that and Barbies. Tesseract. It has a very good table display a table presence it looks cool it looks cool like if you're doing demos or whatever in the game shop like me that's one that people will stop and go what is that yeah Yeah. because you've got a big like rubik's cube sized cube made out of dice oh cool uh it's co-op which is always popular with my wife yeah yeah. if it's a competitive game a lot of people don't like competitive games yeah i get that i don't like them either when i have to sleep on the couch exactly you can either win or get some nookie (laughs) <laughs> and sleep on the couch, or yeah. So there you go. And so there you go. You win again, dear. What are the odds? What yeah. are the chances? <laughs> You're a game wizard. You're a wizard, Jennifer. How about a a, a uh, card game? Why what was not? your favorite card game for this from, year? From this year, uh, when did a uh, Blood and Fury or whatever come out? Flesh and Blood. Did that come out this year? Nope. Probably not. Well, it's new to us in 23. We played some Flesh and Blood, a little, tiny. This is when you need another video podcast. Yeah. So Matt is famous for roping me into new things. Uh-huh. Like, let's play this, and I'll go buy too much of it, and then we never play it again. Uh-huh. I've still got Blood, what, Flesh and Blood packs that I haven't opened. Wow. And we got our... Like mats, our cool mm-hmm. play mats, yeah. unopened. Yeah. Do you even have yours or do I have both of them? I don't know. 
I'll have to look. You may See? have them both. You may have them. Because we had four different decks. Well, I remember you were like, why don't we, we share these? Because I think you kind of knew, like, they'll probably end up with me or whatever. So we kind of, anyway. But no, I was interested in it. But man, it was so convoluted. Either we're getting to be old men or this shit's getting really convoluted and complicated. And they don't explain it. But like back in the day, that came with a little booklet and a pack of magic cards that went into quite lengthy detail. This, it's like, here's your pack of cards. Well, where do I learn to play? Figure it out or find somebody already knows or some shit. It's like, what if they learned wrong? I mean, that, that, I don't like that nowadays. And there ought to be at least some sort of manual online that I could peruse or something. Because we should were, have an app. Yeah. If you come out with it, you should come out with yeah, an app as well. Terms are kind, and maybe pe- people that know would go dumbasses. There is an app. Well, I'm not aware of it. So, but anyway, but I it looked cool and I wanted to really honestly give flesh and blood a try. But man, anyway, anything but magic. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, Lorcana. Came out this year. Yeah, I know. So you I'll give a shout out to that. Crazy about the Lorcana. I like the Lorcana, but it's a Disney card game, uh-huh. and my wife is a Disney is fanatic. Oh yeah, and because I, it's competitive and everything. She's not a big fan. Oh well, even though it's Disney. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's see what we see. Which is interesting that they would make a competitive game that was Disney based, because you'd think they might would have thought, hmm, we might better not make this competitive or whatever. So you're gonna make a co-op. Well, it might be a way you could make it work that way somehow. I don't know. Um, what about uh, RPGs? Yep, I got one. Okay. Came out this year. This year? Barely. Barely. Under the wire. Okay. My favorite is going to be Caverns of the Dead God. But that's not a game. That's an RPG it's adventure. RPG adventure, yeah. Okay, well, what are you looking for? Now, I, you know, I'll, this, hey, being the subject matter, I'll allow this. I, I would me. think so. <laughs> Under the wire. Yes, indeed. Oh, are you looking for video game? Because yeah. I think we skipped over that one. Oh, good. Let's, so let's go ahead go and put mine back in. Well, I, I, we said Elden Ring. I guess we went off on a tangent. About yeah, Elden Ring. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. That came, that came out, out this year. year. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the right. second one. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, and I've okay. put so many hours into it. Really? Oh, <laughs> again, I wish this was a video cast. But for what came out in 2023, it's really difficult because it'll be like, no, that game came out last year. I'm one of the patient gamers a lot now where it's like, Uh I'll just wait until it's a $20 game instead of a $60 game. Well, and okay, the kid at work is quite the video gamer. But he and I talked about this. He said, how many games people run out and even pay in advance for the pre-whatever release, and, to, and you're supposed to get a few little extra bells and whistles, and the thing's complete trash. It's not ready to run. Everyone land blasts it, and it just, uh, you know, whatever. And it's like, anybody should have learned by now, patience. Because I remember back in the day, video games were $50, $60, 20 years ago, you know? And so that hasn't budged. But, I mean, that's why that, forget the music industry, the video game industry, they're making scads of cash. But anyway, the, the thing is, they keep pushing these games out the door that aren't ready, because I'm not in that world so much as probably you and him, but being friends with y'all and also I'm on the internet and in the nerdosphere or whatever, there's more and more of these games that come out that are well, like that. Um, what's the space exploration one we've been waiting? Starfield. Starfield. Everybody's pooping on that. Now, my nephew says he likes it, but he's the odd man out. I haven't played Starfield, which you haven't either, which yeah. it would be surprising to people that know us and our love of Bethesda. Yeah. yeah. And we haven't played. Baldur's Gate 3. I haven't yet. But it's kind of like like you say, even it, they've they've done some tweaking on it since it came out. And it got 
big numbers when it first came out because I think like they Larian took the time to make a good game and to really test it because it was in beta for how long yeah. people were like oh, I'm playing it for free look at me go or whatever but I think that worked to their advantage and it was smart and they've made a scads of money and it's done really well it just won the the Steam awards it won some other awards but yeah I haven't played it yet because I have to get a new computer which I'm I'm going to do soon I'm sure but um but that's one of those things like yeah I mean um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you really patience is a virtue. Give them time to work out the bugs and to find out. Well, like what's that game, Code Red, or the company that put out the Cyberpunk? Boy, they oh, yeah. they pooped the bed hard. Yeah, uh, Project Red, CD Project Red, or whatever yeah. the ones that did The Witcher as well. Yeah, and you know, so everybody had high hopes for them and expectations. And like I said, they really screwed the pooch. And a lot of people were mad. They had to give refunds, all that stuff. So anymore, you're better suited. Which is not going to help these companies out, but oh well. Maybe it'll encourage them to tell the suits and ties that are leaning on the computer. And the guys like when they go, you got to get this thing out the door. We got to start making some money back. Nah, brah. You know. Sucker born every minute. Because the hallmark of Beth. Uh, oh, shoot. The guys who make made WoW and Blizzard. Oh, you yeah. Know, well, say what you will. When they put something out, it worked. I don't remember ever hearing people go, man, this Blizzard game is so buggy or whatever. You might have to uh, look at that again. Yeah. But that was before now. Who bought them? Activision bought them out. Yeah. Who knows? Now, all bets are off. But back in the day, one thing you count on, Blizzard games worked with various different computers, worked well, few bugs. They took the time to make a really quality game. Anyway, so there's I went down the rabbit hole yeah. on that. But one. I like uh, Larian games or whatever, the ones that actually made Baldur's Gate 3 because yeah. uh, they're the ones that make Divinity. Mm-hmm which I recommended both one and two to people. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I'm a fan of the studio. I'm a fan of the Their Baldur's work. Gate series, but oh, yeah. still I haven't ran out and got it. And mm-hmm. probably for it being in beta for so long, I've kind of, it's not as like, oh boy, there's oh, so much yeah. buzz around it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, there's, there's a lot if of it had come out. It's I'm, like, I'm not in that, in that world as much as you, I think, but being where I am on internet and the Facebook, I mean, that's all the last, how many months it's been out is like Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate 3. Well, yeah, but I heard a lot about it yeah. when it was in the oh, in beta, beta yeah. and stuff oh, too. Sure. So well, Cody was playing it, it doesn't feel new to me anymore. Oh, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's the new it hotness, have that shine or whatever, which it doesn't need. But I don't mm-hmm. know. But I know my nephew's playing it, and my sons are playing it, and they're they love it. But I may have to disown Jake. And it's bringing a lot of people back into D and D again. Well, and that's what I was going to say. As bad as. Hasbro's doing in its toy division. Watsy, and this is what's crazy, actually made some money this year. And I guarantee you a big part of that was oh, Baldur's yeah. Gate 3. Yeah. Because there's people I know, like the kid at work, who's never played D&D and probably wouldn't think about it. Having played Baldur's Gate 3, he's like, you know, I think I could try D&D. And some people have acted on that. Or some people that were getting away from it, that re-stoked that fire or whatever. But how did Hasbro award them for their good job? By firing, like, uh, was it Mike Cook and a thousand other people and all that stuff. Great bunch of guys. But you better believe the guy who's the CEO of Hasbro is getting a $9 million bonus at the end of the year, you know, to help make sure that happens. He you know, let all that staff go. What a guy. So what did you have for your RPG? Um, for Well, it had to be something that came out last year. So I'll mention my number one, and you should be one thing should be Shadow Dark. I've been looking at Shadow Dark lately, and I'm really impressed with it. I, I don't get video it. podcast. I know, I know, but I, I don't get that look. But whatever. Um, but I would say a, a close runner up is Black Sword Hack. 
Black Sword. That came hack. out this year. So take the Black Hack. But did Ozzy release that? He Was did. that one of his songs? Yeah. Definitely, if you put a strong, like, uh, Elrica Melnabon sort of a slant on the Black Hack, you'd get the Black Sword Hack. Hence, you know, like, because his, the, what was his sword was, uh, Stormbringer was, you know, the Black Sword, the Black Blade. So it's Black Sword Hack. But back to my first choice was Shadow Dark. I can't find anything on this chick that I don't, that she's stanky. So that's a big plus. Not that that should matter, but I got to say, I don't have, I've watched some interviews. I've listened. I've done some digging. She seems cool. Okay. Job one. Good deal. Number two, the actual game itself. This is the funny thing. There are people that are kind of pooping on her and it, but I think some of it's that guys who are like, well, she's a chick and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, pull your head out of your ass. See? So I'm not that guy. But on the other end, there's people that are like, oh, it's so innovative. It's broke the paradigm. No. I have, I'll tell you a little story. Me and Eddie years ago said, we should have a game where you play as the monsters, as the bad guys or whatever. And we drug our feet and a lot of people beat us out the door. Same principle. For years I've been going, I should get people like me and Eddie and Gary and someone like Kirby and Garrett and Doug in a room and go, let's talk about the things we like best from all these different games and let's make a game out of it. Me and you could not run a game together. Right. Me and Gary could not design a game, game together. together. Right. So to my point, so that's kind of why I've drugged my feet. He's it, rules heavy and yeah. I'm rules light. Yeah. So guess what old girl did? She took some of the best aspects from a bunch of different games because who owns a ridiculous amount of games and has had them pass through his fingers and played them? Me. And and it's not a bad thing. But that's where I love the people that were trying to kind of tout the game from that it's so innovative. No, it's not. Okay, but once you get past that, is it a good game? Absolutely. Because it's a lot of the stuff that I love. It's like, do you like the concept of zero-level characters? That's an optional rule. You can do that. Hey, do you like like rolling to cast spells? Yeah, I do. As long as it's not on some silly chart. Um, it's like, hey, you, you got that. It's like, uh, you know, do you like, there's, you could possibly crit like the Warriors do cast spells. Yeah, I've got that. It's like, but the, a la DCC or whatever. I will know. say there is something to be just, you put everything into one place, mm-hmm. like Osric. Yeah, they didn't recreate the wheel. Yeah, but they made a damn fine wheel. They took, if that's what she's done, yeah, if the, she, yeah. it doesn't all have to be about the innovation. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the most original idea I've ever heard. No, what's the best idea you've yeah. ever heard? Put well, that in there. Well, I'll tell you this: like for people that once again, the guy behind OSE, the Old School Essentials, I've heard some not some great things about him. But that aside, there's nothing in his game. And that's where anymore you almost have to go, well, listen, you can't get away from, you know what, from these designers. But does their game have it? Well, like, let's look at Watsi. We have transgender elves and we have orcs and drow aren't naughty anymore and all this kind of horseshit. We're doing away with alignment and we don't want to use the word race anymore because somehow race is a dirty word. But um, you don't see that, like, say, in OSE. So if you want the old BX experience in a much better format, a really nicely done book, great font, nice big letters for us old guys to see the uh, the lettering or whatever, you know, legible, uh, with great artwork and a really well-made book, go get OSC, play it, have fun with it. Um, I know that I think Jason, last time I talked to him, him and the kids from OSC, OSC and they're having a ton of fun. I'm, I'm a little jelly. Um, but to my point, this girl, and one thing I could say is, if you had never played games before and you had to learn 5th edition, that'd be a little daunting. I mean, people have made the step and done it in the last few years that have come into the, the fold. But my, to my point, uh, for me looking at it and perusing the rules, uh, uh, Shadow Dark is 
kind of like fifth edition, close to like if you like fifth edition, you probably like it. And that's probably not by accident. And what's ironic mm -hmm. was she was working on this before the OGL debacle, but God, the stars love her. The alignment, she did her Kickstarter right when that happened. And so it really helped her. I mean, she sold 1.3 million on her Kickstarter. But I've watched interviews. She seems like a sweetheart. She was at North Texas. She's very approachable. Um, I like her role playing pedigree. She's written some great adventures for Physician D&D that are really well accepted, really well done. Have you ever heard of the fan base ruining things for you? Yeah, sure. So I have nothing against this fine person, uh -huh. nothing against the system. I uh -huh. really don't know anything about it. Right. But all the fawning yeah. at NTRPG, and yeah. that's not on her. Like I said, yeah. it's on the fan base. Sure, and sure. It was just like, oh, you've recreated the wheel. This yeah. is the greatest thing. And no. then you get into that like whole because it's a lady and you're a, a uh, deeply in the basement, yeah. it's like, does that have something to do with ding, it ding, too? Ding, ding. So yeah. That's what turned me off with the fans. Yeah. Oh, like I said, fans, they, what's funny, some of the detractors are ridiculous and some of the yeah, fans yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure it's, you know. like you said, the same way. There's people that were like, it's some lady. It can't possibly be yeah, yeah, some yeah. frilly little girl. And but like, and then on the other side, yeah. you've got like, well, she's kind of cute, so it must be great yeah, if yeah. I go buy this book. But I mean, and, I, and for what it's worth for me, I mean, her hair's not pink and purple with a million piercings and all this kind of weird crap. Not that that should necessarily matter, but like I said, all in all, I did my research, or I wouldn't recommend this. I got to say, the game is brilliant in that. If, if you were trying to introduce someone to gaming, this would be a much more accessible, approachable system than 5th edition. And if you like 5th edition, I think you would like uh, Shadow Dark. I really And as that. long as you're an alternative to putting money in Hasbro's pocket, ding, ding, ding. I'm there for yeah. you. Yeah, but I'll say she took, like that's why at one point I thought about when the OGL debacle happened. I'd had some ideas uh, percolating in the background and I jumped on it and started just hammering this out and working on something that I was tentatively calling uh, the long hack just as a working name, but I gave up on it because for one reason, everybody and their cousin came out with a damn RPG in the last year system. Yeah, system. And it's like, Oh, you know, and the number two is I think this girl really kind of hit the mark. I mean, I, I, I've only found one thing that kind of is a niggling thing for me. And even I see where I could fix that quite easily. Well, see, of course, you know, I'm in the, like, I never needed a, a new rule set, right? You show me how to play, D&D, &D, for lack of a better term, generic RPG, mm -hmm. I got it. I can take yeah. it from here. Yeah. High numbers are good. Low numbers are bad. There you That's go. all we really need yeah. to know. Let's go. But I think you'd like this because you and I are on the same page. We don't want a real crunchy rule set. You would like this. Um, and like I said, they, she's clever in that she took concepts. And I love when some people got pissy, like, that was in my game system that I put out five, six years ago. She might have saw it once, played it once, it stuck with her. Maybe she never even saw your game, and it just organically happened. Or maybe she looked at your game and went, that's a cool idea. I'm going to lift that. Oh, well. Oh, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. You can't copyright yeah. it and say, I was Thank the first you. guy to say rolling a, num uh, rolling a high number is good, rolling a low number is bad. That's my original really creative vision. Copyright a lot of this stuff it's a shame nope. that's, I'll tell you a perfect example Cody years ago was like hey what do you think about 13 age he said it's a decent system it's good I said but ultimately there's one or two little widgets they added that are innovative concepts some so to speak but you can easily lift those concepts out and supplant them into 5th edition or any other game and who came up go. with stats as saves yeah a C&C &C, you know thank you yeah, but, so who, I mean. but who popularized it 
Exactly. Yeah. Who gets probably the credit for it because people don't know any better. And there could have been, if you had to read every RPG system out there, you might see that same rule 10 times in 10 different places where they didn't know anything about it. Like luck. When we first got fleeting luck in DCC, Mm -hmm. we were like, that's genius. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute. I've played Paranoia. You basically Mm -hmm. have your luck chips in that too and so they've got bennies and savage worlds yeah. have been in it since its inception i think so it's like it's still yeah. a wonderful idea and it could be an original thought was it michael curtis that michael put curtis, that in absolutely. it could be his original thought or mm-hmm. he might have played a lot of paranoia or anything else or and savage worlds said like said, hey i'm gonna take that i want to port that over to dcc and, and there's nothing wrong it. with it no it's exactly. great yeah and no one's calling him out or shutting him down or trying to sue him or whatever i'll say even the one thing that she got some credit for being innovative is she's got this torch system you can use to add a, a tension level like you're going deep into the underground and like did you bring enough torches and da 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 no you don't like resource management i thought there was already another one that did that ding though. ding ding yeah five torches it's deep, deep. <laughs> so like i'm telling you there's nothing new under the sun yeah. like i love how she got credit for that you right off the bat because yeah anyway so anyway ultimately that aside it's a really good system. I could easily see playing it, uh, uh, running it. Um, it. It's, you know. and I really, Loving it. Yeah. So I was going to say, you know, just putting that energy out in the universe. But, yeah, that, that would be my RPG product would be that. And I, and I like Black Sword Hack, too, because I like Black Hack, but there's aspects I'm not really overly fond of. This refined it, and I like it better than Black Hack, the Black Sword Hack. And it came now, out is this it- year. The same guy refining no, his own stuff, no, or somebody it, has taken it, his it, work and twisted it into it would, this. There's so many people that have done derivatives of Black Hack. Yeah, this guy is one of those. He's, yeah. I think he's from like Norway, Sweden. So, you know, those guys are totally true metal or whatever. The barbarians you know? of the ruined earth. Yeah, you could be like, ah, that wasn't his whole cloth original idea. So, mm-hmm. but you put your twist on it and do your thing, and it's fantastic, fantastic, fantabulous. Yeah, that's one thing we'll say is how were we first introduced to the Black Hack rules? We got Barbarians. I did. Introduced to Eddie and the gang. We loved it. We played it. At one point, we saw in small letters on the front, you know, based off Black Hack. Very loosely, but Mike Evans is a class act, and he gave credit to David Black. But I'm going to say this. We were introduced to the system through Mike and loved it. When I went back and actually got Black Hack that it's so so supposedly based off of, Mike refined it and made it way better. I like mm-hmm. how Mike did it a lot better then you can you can see where the concepts came from Black Hack, but Mike refined him. His way of doing it is way better, and that's yeah. kind of and maybe it's because we cut our teeth on that first. But I don't think that's I think credit where credits due. Mike did a great job with this. It made it he refined it, made it better. Yeah, which is uh, where it doesn't have to be. Like even D and D didn't spring solely out of the mind of Gygax or Arnson. Because as we found, there was that. Burglesburg yep. or whatever. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, nothing is new. You know, there was a cluster of that wargaming group, and everybody threw in some ideas into the soup. Yeah. And then it was like, aha, now it's delicious. Okay, which part did Gary Gygax make? Because I only want that part. It's like, no, shut up and yeah. play the D and D. Do it. Yeah. And that, and that's like you posted that thing recently on Facebook. It's like by all means, like Ron said, I like fifth edition. I'm going to play it by all means. Knock yourself out. Play it. But like you said, I'm not giving any more money to Watson Hasbro. Good deal. That's that's all I want to hear. You yeah. Know? And honestly, there's so much content because how long has Fifth Edition been out now? Eight years or more or something? I don't know. When did it come out? It might be more than that. Was it 2016? We were playing it back in Bozier. Yeah. So to my point, uh, definitely we were playing it once he moved over to yeah. We got our books moved. in Treeful. for Christmas while you were in uh, Waspum. So you're talking about that would have been about 2014, 
Wow. So, yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's 10 years now, right? Yeah, wow. So it, it's been a minute. So to my point, there's been so much content created, third party, et cetera, for 5th edition. You could not buy anything from Hasbro or Watsy and still get lots of awesome content for it. Now, you know, I know I went off on a tangent here, but um, but I like that article that, that you posted. And it and it and you'd said that a long time ago. You said, hey, okay, don't give me any more of your money. And that's like I know uh, Doug... Ron uh, Garrett, they like fifth edition. Cody loves it. I have nothing against it. Yeah, not, and I don't either. I have someone, someone. You hate fishing. I don't hate fifth edition. I hate Hasbro. I hate Watsy Hasbro. I don't. I don't hate the game. I hate the company. You know. But I will say this: at the end of the day, fifth edition's a fine game. But there are other games that are just as good, and I'll dare say there's some that are better. But by all means, your mods may vary. You got to walk your own path. And I'm the same know? when it comes to uh, Magic. Yeah. When I'm trying to tell people this too. Yeah. yeah. Play anything else there's flesh and blood there's dragon ball super there's pokemon whatever yeah. you want to play yeah. just stop giving hasbro your money Please. play with the magic cards you've already got yeah yeah or better yet there's templates online you can make your own cards you know how cool is that you and your buddy sit down and haggle over the rules and figure out what's fair imbalanced make your own cards how cool is that I print proxies yeah exactly wink wink oh i love that yeah See? proxies <laughs> Ah, that's cool. Um, so that was RPGs. Wow. We, well, this is an RPG podcast. Historically, it was supposed to be. But anyway, um, do you have anything else to add, sir? I got nothing else to have the best of. What about you? No, I'm done with best of. I've got an amusing anecdote. Best podcast. Yeah. Best, best podcast. Well, yeah, duh. This old dungeon. Dyson Mal. Oh. <laughs> Um, we can't even win on our own podcast. <laughs> Duh. Podcast of the year award goes to anyone but us. The no class podcast. Thank That's you. Right. Thank you. I'm proud Thank to you. accept this award. We humbly from myself. Yeah. Um, so when I was thinking so, uh, about this stuff earlier, this popped up organically in my mind, but we've talked about being old poor boys from the country mm-hmm. and you know, growing up who didn't have a faded white ring in one of their back pockets. Okay. From carrying like that snuff can around in their back pocket. Well, hilariously enough, at one point, I'll, I'll cop to it. I think I dipped snuff. I chewed tobacco. I used to smoke, but thank God I beat the habit. But I remember at one point, like I dipped for a while and then quit. And even then, I was poor, so it wasn't like Copenhagen or Skull. It was like one of those off-brands like Hawkins or something, and it came in a, a green plastic can. Well, guess what will fit perfectly in a green plastic Hawkins can? A traditional, what, seven D&D dice. Okay. You know, the four through 20. Yeah. And so, you know, you never know when a game might break out or Finn would invite you from school to, hey, we'll go up to my house. You have time to go home and get your dice or whatever. So you were carrying around the <laughs> little skull can. So I had this plastic skull can or Hawkins can in my back pocket with dice in it. And I thought I'd still get that redneck cred, you know, uh. whatever having it. But until somebody asked you, hey, man, I'm out. Can I get a dip? So you're either a butthole and go, nah, bro, or you open it just to show them I don't have snuff, and then you're out and it's like a total nerd. But anyway, but yeah, I remember for some years I carried around a set of dice and a plastic uh, snuff can, you know, in my back pocket. Woo! <laughs> anyway, thought it was it was amusing to me, you know. <laughs> Video cast. Uh, you never know when a game might break out. You never know. You do uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> Only on Thursdays. That's right. No that's other right. times. 
For us. For us, that's right. Well, on a, on that high note, <laughs> got anything else? No, no. Anything you'd like to answer? Well, I don't know if this came out in 2023, but Matt got me a very fine R36S gaming console with... How many games did you look and see? 15,096 individual games. Yeah. So and this that, thing is pretty, what pretty it's worth, impressive. Props to West Southern. I saw him post about it on Facebook, and that's where I got the idea. Ah. So, yeah. yeah it's nice. Yeah, yeah. And it has a, I want to say, I don't know what you paid for it, mm-hmm. but I think it goes for about 50 bucks. Yeah. Which is a steal. Just looking at the quality of the screen, uh-huh. it's insane that you no, can get something that nice. This really want me a high def, good color screen of that size. It's it's a it's a well made product. It's actually got a headphone jack. Yeah, and a couple of different. What are the other jacks on the bottom? Charging ports. Yeah, but two different charging ports. So I mean, I have your no choice, idea. How cool is that? Maybe that's for different. Um, or is one maybe like a data cord? And one's a charging. I think it might be like if you're plugged in in the U.S., you're plugged in in like Europe, that sort of thing for the different charging ports. So how cool is that? You've got one for European, one, you know. And it looks basically like a Game Boy, but it's got all the shoulder buttons, the left two, right Mm -hmm. two, all that on the back. So you can play those more intricate games, but it's got all the Castlevanias, really. Mm -hmm. So that'll keep me busy. It's got... Nobunaga's Ambition, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if you're familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. That's a, a strategy game. That was probably the first strategy game I ever played on the NES. Oh, wow. But the Sega version is superior if you get a chance to check it which, out. It's got quite a few Sega games on it. So it's on there. Yeah. It's got all the, like, Pokemon games. Uh-huh. So no, it's got an obscene amount of games. Well, 15,000. Yeah, and it's got the ones where it's like, this has to have a save file, not just arcade and, and that's stuff. That's why I laugh is because it's not just, there are handheld games on here from other handheld games, but it's got games from platforms. It's yeah, got it's an arcade. emulator. It's got arcade games on it. You so, know we yeah, it goes arcade from games. arcades up to PlayStation 1, I think. Yeah, which it didn't so have, all the systems didn't up have to a lot that. of PlayStation games, but it had a few. Yeah, but it's got some N64s and a lot of Supers and a lot of... But you, I'm, there but might be one. They're, they're probably out there somewhere, maybe. You might just have to buy a different one. Oh, because this comes... It's got analog sticks, dual analog sticks. Yeah. It's it's loaded with, what, like we said, 15,096 games, but you can get an additional... There's more that can be got on the internet. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's a very cool. cool emulation system. Yeah. And I know you can get it at, like, AliExpress. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a little handheld system that, I mean, at 50 bucks, too, if you're like, ah, I left it on the plane, mm-hmm. yeah. who cares? Buy yeah. another one. Yeah, I mean, if, if it runs for a few years and then craps out, oh, okay. I mean, you know, you're not going to be too mad yeah. for, you know. But it's got all the games on it, so mm-hmm. really, really cool. Thank you for that Christmas present. It's you're got welcome. a great speaker on it mm-hmm. where you think, okay, what did they chintz out on? No, no, the sound quality was really good when you it was playing earlier, and then it's got a, a jack. If you yeah. want to do headset, so so I'll be making a plane trip pretty soon. Oh man! So I this will you. definitely be in my bag. Yeah, there you go. Because even my like name brand systems, I don't take my switch around. I don't use that as a portable at all. Or jacked or something. Yeah, you know. and I don't like. Oh, I'll take my what are they? Three DSs or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's got like five games on it. Yeah. And if I wanted to pay for it, I could download more. So oh, nah, yeah. this thing is. Super fantastic, wonderful. Solid goal. And that's all I have to say about that. You got anything else you want to tell the people out there? No, just thank you for listening. And, you know, if you got any ideas or, you know, concepts, things you want us to argue about, you know, 
Let us know. Controversies that we need to put our feet into. Exactly, because Lord knows we need more controversy. And that's it. Do you remember how this show ends? I have no clue. It goes something like, I can see by the clock on the wall, we're all out of hit points. (laughs) Ah.